Here we go. So we are now going to be continuing. We left off kind of in the middle of a long os, os hay, where the Ramchal was laying the foundations for us for um, using the uh, holy divine names uh, to affect changes in this world. So we had... Uh, reviewed briefly the structure of the worlds, that you have the roots, uh, which are spiritual, um, causing, sending uh, influence down into the lower worlds, um, which react to that, right? So now, one more small introduction, where, again, like I said, we're in the middle of Os Hey, Dibro Maskil Omnom Ratzah Hashem Yisborach, yeah? So over here, the Ramchal wants to introduce the for the first time of the divine names. Okay, so until now we've not really seen any need for divine names. So here we go. Va'amnam rotsa Hashem borach lihios nikra b'shem. Hashem decided he wants to be called. Now I say Hashem already. Obviously, I'm referring to a name, saying a name. Um, but it's just what we use to talk about I could use a more sophisticated term called his um, absolutely hidden um, essential self yeah so that's Musa desire to be called by a name now why in the world would someone want to be called by a name? That's in order that we should be able to have a relationship with him. Right? If I can't put a name to it, I can't relate to it. A name is some sort of a relationship. There he is. Yosef Atzadik. What? Yosef? A lot of trees are knocked down. So, we're talking about um, the divine names and Hashem choosing to be called by a by a name. And we said, what's a name? A name is a relationship, right? A name is the way that I relate to you, some way that I can call you, even if it's not, even if I don't know your real name, but I meet a person on a train, I can call him, hey, stranger. I can say... Hey there, man. I can say um, adult. I can I can put some sort of a descriptor to him, right? Now descriptors are not as good as names because they they're much more transient, right? If I just say big guy, it could be to me you're big, but to other people you're small, right? Um, so names are more than that, better than that. Um, that's why, for example, there are. There are divine names um, that are more essential. Then there's also like, uh, you know, referring to, oh, Shalom Aleichem. Okay. So you, 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 you get or black cherry. And, 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 and a bucket of potato chips. We, we have another uh, hero that, that weathered the storm. Um, 
So, uh, so, so the name is a way for me to grab onto something, a way for me to relate to something. If I could, if I could call someone, for example, call someone Abba, Father, right? So that's a relationship that I have with him. That's some, somehow I can relate to. I call someone brother. I call someone, you know, my employer. The name, the um, a person's name, you know, like his first name, right? That is perhaps encompasses all of them, right? So if I say Yosef, Yosef is both the father, the husband, the employee, the boss, the student, the teacher, the customer, right? All those things. So the so the name which would be the Shem Hamiyucha, the 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 appropriate the, the designated name means the specific name that'll be the core and then around that is going to be all the names that I may relate, refer to the person, all the different hats that he may wear in relation to me. Okay? So that's why Hashem would choose to be called by a name and then other names as well, we'll see. Right? So that we can have a relationship with Him. If I can't call you anything, I, can't, I have no ability, it means I have absolutely no relationship to you. I can't relate to you in any way. The moment I can relate to you some way, that's what I can call you. Yeah? So, so here we go, back in the text. Again, we're in the middle of Os Hey. So, um, Hashem chose to be called by name. Kedei sheyacholu bruav. Not that Hashem has a name, but He chose to be called by name so that His created beings may be... Uh, uh, may be able lehis or rare a love to arouse themselves in relation to him, which means for it's for us, right? The the uh, the Rambam and more in the Vuchim has a beautiful piece where he says, "How can we refer to Hashem as Gadol Gibor Venora, uh, uh, great, mighty, and awesome?" Um, every positive description of Hashem, I think we spoke about this together back, all the way back, if you remember, in the first parak of Derech Hashem, yeah, any positive description of Hashem is by definition going to fall short of the mark because Hashem is infinite and beyond any words, any concepts that we can even think, whatever, forget about the words, even if our vocabulary is not sufficient enough to describe it, right, but, but, our, but even our thinking can't grasp the infinite so therefore the only true descriptors are n- negative descriptors they're shlila, right, to say Hashem is not lacking anything, any wisdom, He's not lacking any might He's lacking any awe that's true, the moment you're saying positive things, you're by definition putting Hashem into a box, that's not good so we discussed back then, if you remember back in Perak Aleph, O's base so so the Rambam says, but nonetheless, Chazal put it into the Shmon Esrei because you couldn't dive into Hashem if you couldn't put some descriptors. If you couldn't relate to Him on some level, so then you wouldn't be able to dive into Him. And so what Chazal did is they used, since Moshe Rabbeinu says, actually I think it was last week's Parsha, Gadol Gibor Venora, right? So therefore, they quoted that Pesach, which was said, not as a descriptor of Hashem, how great He is, but speaking to Klausrel, telling us that we should 
take this very seriously, so there it's okay. Again, beyond the scope of what we're talking about here. Took that, transposed it, put it into our tefillah, so that we should be able to relate to Hashem. So, relationship is fundamental. And you need names, you need to be able to describe, you need to be able to relate in order to have that hisorus, to arouse ourselves towards Him. So that's why Hashem chose to be called by names. Lehisor alav, likroso, by calling out to Him. Ulehazkiro, to mention Him, lehiskarevalav, and to get closer to Him. So two things, arouse ourselves, get ourselves pumped up, and to get closer to Him, those of you that were here, Sunday morning, this past Sunday morning, 7.15 to 8.15, we're going through Tfila, preparing for Rosh Hashanah, right? So we discussed this concept. The Psuki de Zimra, if you recall, right, has a process of arousing, of summoning, so to speak, Hashem here to be with us, right? That could not be done if we could not put any descriptors on Him. So we need need these names. So that's why Hashem chose to be called by these names. Okay? Vehinei now, and therefore Hashem designated to His honor the unique name. That means the tetragrammaton. What's the tetragrammaton, Michael? The Yudkevavke, exactly. The four-letter name. That is the uh, essential name, right? That's that's the core name, that's what we said, the, like the analogy, right? I, tetragrammaton is a uh, English word, I'm assuming it comes from Latin. Tetra means four. Um, and grammaton. Greek. Greek? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Tetra meaning four. Yeah, usually that's Latin. You sure it's Greek, not Latin? Yeah. Right, because uh, you don't see Tetra as four in any of the Romance languages. No, no, no. I... I mean... I'll look it up for you. Yeah, okay, no problem. Gra- gram like a gramophone. It's a writing, four writings. Yeah, yeah, so the point is the four-letter name. That's what Tetragrammaton means, the four letter. Yeah. Okay. Mordechai, call a kavod for coming. There was no mincha uh, here at the kolal, so... There was, six o'clock. I have an indictment against the kolal for me being stuck at the Shari Tzedek. And uh, we have a six acid o'clock rain minute? fell on me now. I have to be like ten years of plastic surgery. It's going to... Mordechai is preparing his case. He's preparing his case. Never stabs me. Okay. His lawyers, unbelievable. Okay, so so the she- so we have the Shema Miyuchad, we have the we have the divine name, right? That's the Tetragrammaton, the four letter name, right? That's like the equivalent of each person's unique name: Mechayel, Mordechai, Yosef, right? And then we have all the roles that Hashem plays with that name, right? So that that name would be the inner name, and around it would be a certain manifestation of that name. So like we said, Yosef the father, you know, Michal the student, Mordechai the teacher, right? So each one, so that now that'll be, so the teacher is a manifestation of of the essential name, right? Make sense? So that'll be the other shameless shenim nemchakos, the other names that are not erased, the other divine names such as 
Kael, Elohim, Shakai, right? Uh, those are going to be the external manifestations of the essential name, the Yud Kei Vav Kei. So teacher is Yud Kei Vav Kei. No, no, no. So what was teacher then? I missed that. Teacher is a is a is a. So again, so you are Yosef. Yeah. The. Uh, the, the the husband, right. yeah. Okay. So Yosef so is the UK of K. The husband would be the Shakai. So the, those are like masks that Yosef wears, or hats that Yosef wears, mm-hmm. right? Or hats that Hashem wears, right? Of a particular of a particular relation of a particular relation. There is the who it is, and there's what kind of a relationship he's currently manifesting. Make sense? Okay. So, and that's what it says about the Shem HaMiyuchud, Vamar Lav, Zeshmi This is my name forever. Right? So, Zeshmi Um that means that this is, no matter what situation we are relating to the Divine, it's always going to be, always going to be behind that manifestation behind that relationship is going to be the, 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 the tetragrammaton, the Shem Yud That's what it means, Any name that you're involved in, any name you're talking about, behind that, it's always the same name. The name Yud If it would have just been Yosef or Yud then we wouldn't be able to relate to... We would, we would lose the... Right, I mean, uh, there's a reason why Sometimes your wife will refer to you as her husband, sometimes your, your Daniel will refer to you as Abba, mm-hmm. right? Because those are particular relationships. Mm-hmm. It helps to zoom in on a, on a certain thing. Mm-hmm. In fact, with Hashem, the name Yudke Vavke is so essential, it's so deep that the Ramchal doesn't say it right here. But the continuation of this Pasuk, that he's quoting over here in Shmos, is Zesh Mila Oilam, who knows the end of the Pasuk? And this is my mention for generations after generations. So Chazal learned from this, that the Shema Miyuchad is Zesh Mila That's Hashem's change, name forever unchanging. But there's another way that he's called as Midorim, that's the Sashim Admus. So whenever we pronounce out loud, we want to say the Tetragrammaton, we don't actually pronounce it like the way that the you know, Jehovah's Witnesses do, right? Rather, we say the name Admus. Can we say that? We don't have to say J-Witness? I mean, I don't think anybody... Because it's so far removed. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. What do you say we use instead? The shame Adnus. Aleph, Dalad, Nun, Yud. Like, you know, when you say a blessing, you say Ado. Right? So, so the, so the point is why? Because the, the shame of Miyuchad is too high up to express. We do, you know, when, so the Kohen Gadol, Anyam Kippur, and, you know, would, would say that name. Mm-hmm. Right? But that's a very rare. That's a very, very high madriga to be in, right? Which means, for example, 
Daniel hopefully is not calling you by your first name. Right? Why? Because that would be crossing boundaries. He, he can't, he, he's not allowed, there's a, a lack in honor to okay. pronounce your first name. That right? makes more sense, though. Yeah, yeah. because it, if you look at the deeper meaning of, of each of the letters, though, like there's supposed to be significance to everything. Very, that's, very deep that's, stuff. That's right, so but that's not something that we can relate to. We can relate to it on level of learning, we can think about it, but to express it verbally, that's a, that's a very... Uh, it's a very high level. That's right. usually you don't do that. Okay. Few times very, very, very I was very Shabbos, though, and I heard him say, it's like Joe a little bit when he cried. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So, V'hu Hashem Shenikra Bo Al Shem HaKavod Ba'atzmo. So the name, the Shem HaMiyuchad, the Shem Yud Kevavke, the essential name, speaks to Hashem's essential honor itself. Now, why, do, why is Ramchal talking about honor over and over over here? He's already said the word honor twice relating to the name. Because every external manifestation, the entire concept of us relating, this is also, we spoke about it um, back in the second parak, in the beginning of the Sefer, right? That the entire concept of us having a relationship with Hashem is for us to give honor to Hashem's name. Now, that's not the purpose. The purpose of the creation is Hashem should do good to, for, for Hashem to do good to us. But the way that Hashem is going to do that is by giving us the opportunity, the ability to give honor to His name. Uh, and, uh, and so the relationship that whenever we are relating to Hashem, we're speaking to Hashem, we're praising Hashem, we're davening to Hashem, anything that we're doing, it's all about recognizing the greatness of Hashem. That's the honor. That we, that's why he keeps talking about covered over here. The Amnam Kifikol Prote Hashpa Osef, and indeed, according to all the different details of the Hashpa that's going to be come from it, Bratza Venikra B'Shemos Shonim. So that's what we said. That according to the various different details, various different relationships, Hashem chose, desired uh, to be called by a variety of other names. Those would be Shemus Shein and Mechakos. Those names are holy names. They're, they're divine names. They may not be erased, but they are not the essential name. Okay? So, again, just to remind us, some of you are a bit late, um, why... So, why are we discussing this? Again, is because we're about to discuss the concept of using divine names to uh, reach levels of Ruach HaKodesh, prophecy, enacting miracles, and other such incredible things. And we've already discussed that A, the world is built where the spiritual is the roots and the physical is the branches. And, and now what we're saying is that Hashem put into the system a way for man down here to relate to the spirit, to directly relate to the spiritual up there. Because remember, the kochas of Dalim, the disembodied powers, those that those are the powers in which world, Yosef? Good, in Bria, right? Those directly lock into and connect and receive from all the manifestations of the divine, which is called the world of Atsilus, 
mm-hmm. right? The divine world. So then, if man can relate directly to that world of Atsilus, if man can say those names, arouse certain things up there, then he can trigger all sorts of downward ashpo um, influence flow that will go from the world of Atsilus down to the world of Bria, down to the world of Yitzira, and down into the world of Asiya, down here. Okay? So that's why the Ramchal did this, all this background. Now we're about to start the next... Um, we have a question over here. Um, the, why is the name Admus used in the name of UK Vovke? So UK Vovke is too high uh, to use on a regular basis. The, the, the Pazik says, This is my name forever. My name. It's essential. But the Zichri, Zichri is a remembrance. That's something that you say actually when you mention it. This is my mention of Dordorim from generation to generations. Means in the mean in this world from generations to generations, the mention is not the same as the as the essential name. Um, because it's so high, so lofty, not so simple to do unless you do it with perfect intent and you're a perfect tzaddik and very, very high, very easy to mess up. So, why is Adnus specifically the usage? Why is that the one that we use in place so, uh, so Rabbi is asking why the name Adnus as opposed to the name Shakai or the name Elohim or the name Kale. Because the Shem Adnus from all the names represents the Klikibul for all the names. It's, it's the, the Adnus is the Bechid of Malchus. It's the aspect of is the uh, receptacle for all the, for all the other names. Is the lowest of all the names, and is the name that speaks to Hashem controlling things down here. So therefore, um, it being the the lowest name, that's the one that can catch, you know, and and be used as a I don't know as a way to grab on to the very lofty name of. Now, Lofty, I want to make sure to stress, it's not the point it's so high up, it's it's so deep in. Because there are names that are higher up, which is confusing. For example, the name Kale, what's so funny? Yeah, not deep down, but deep like in. Yeah, because the name Kale speaks to a very high level. So, so the way that we can imagine it is again you have an internal kernel, right, and it's surrounded by a bunch of masks all around it. There are masks that, towards the bottom of it. There are masks even above it, right? There are masks on the sides, in front, but the, all those masks are all external to it. Is Adnus a reflection of the relationship that we have? 100%. All the other names speak to a relationship. Here the relationship is the most basic relationship possible. He's the master. That's why it's the lowest name. It's just when you boil everything down, right, just lowest common denominator. He's the one in charge. He's the master. 
before we conceive, conceive of something like kale, which is a power, which is maybe much much loftier, the kind or the other one, the the source of kindness or whatever. Okay, I think we've uh, done enough Kabbalah for now. <laughs> Let's uh, slowly land this baby, right? Let's uh, you know. <laughs> Um, make sure that nobody falls out. Um, so, Vehine Gazer Vechakak. So, Hashem decreed. Shit. Sorry, which um, number? Or? We've managed to cover about five lines. Oh, yeah? Okay. So far. Um, we're in the middle of Os Hay. Oh, Vehine Gazer, yeah, Vechakak. Okay, yeah. got it. Vehine Gazer Vechakak. Shebe Hazkir. Bruav as Shmo, that when the created beings mention the divine name, Yimo Sheikh Lahem Mimeno Ha'ara Vashpa, they will receive from him an illumination and influence. Like the Pasik says, Bukholamakam Asher Azkireshmi Avoilech Vivrach. So, wherever I'll mention my name, so the mentioning of the divine name, um, that causes a divine manifestation and blessing. Notice the Ramchal was careful to use two words over here, right? Ha'ara, that's illumination, and hashpa is pouring of the divine influence. What is the difference between these two? So if you look in the passage that he quotes, Hashem says two things will happen. Mentioning of divine name will cause two things. What are the two things, Yosef? Come to you and bless you. Exactly. So Hashem coming, that's one, and blessing is two. So coming is a closeness to Hashem himself. Blessing is something that we get from that. Right? We get good stuff. So that seems to be how the Ramchal is explaining Ha'ara and Hashpa. Ha'ara is divine illumination, that's a closeness of Hashem, right? But I don't, need, I don't get to like hold on to anything necessarily, right? And then there is the... Okay, so again, so we have, we have Ha'ara, it means a closeness to Hashem, and we have a Hashpa, a receiving of blessing from Hashem, Okay? So those are two things that happen as a result of, of mentioning the divine names. So the, by saying a, a bracha with Hashem's name, not like talking doesn't have to, to be a bracha. Don't 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 constrict it too much. Or, da- right? or davening, or or maybe other things as well. Maybe just saying the divine names as well, which we can't do for whatever reasons that will yeah. be addressed later. Right. right. Okay. But uh, yeah. So right now we just saying the divine names and sense of power. Uh, Yosef is right that there will be many, many rules uh, and situations how, when, and which names can, cannot be said. But that, that in of itself, at least to me, is a pretty big thing because by saying a bracha that's an obligation or davening that's an obligation but you're you're not 100% you're getting you're getting additional bracha to come your way absolutely every time you mention the divine name in the bracha in in tila absolutely that's right big stuff now I do have to say that it is important to know the meaning of what you're saying in order for that in order for this to work Uh 
So it may still be some years away, but on some level it happens. You know, on some level, if you have a basic understanding, right, master, right, that, that you know, admus master, right, that also does do something. But the the meaning of the pasuk or the meaning of the name. Meaning of the name. Um, so okay, so that is. Uh, that is the, the, the proof text that the Ramchal brings for the fact that the mentioning of divine names causes changes down here. Ve'ulam kefi Hashem she'yezkiruhu ve'yekruhu bo, depending on which name one mentions and calls out, notice that the Ramchal earlier told us why did Hashem choose to have names? Let's back up. Yeah? Remember, in the previous paragraph, He said, Hashem chose to have a name. Why? By calling Him. That was one calling. That arouses us. And, And by mentioning to get closer. So we have calling and we have mentioning. Remember that? And now, he's saying that this lahazkiro v'yikra'uhu. Right? So those are the two. One is to prepare ourselves. One is to Summon is to cause a closeness. Okay. Um, Sorry, one is to calling is the closeness. That's what he, he said earlier. Calling is the arousal, uh-huh. and mentioning is the closeness. Okay. See that in the previous paragraph. I I see calling and I oh yeah yeah yes I do see that okay so that's what he's referring to right here so depending on which name you use for these purposes right we just mentioned there's there's a bunch of different names right um, so all those so depending on which name of those is used then that'll determine what type of a hashpah comes. For example, right, again, just not, this is not, we're not currently studying the divine names. We just say, right, that the name Kael Shakai speaks to, um, you know, setting certain limitations, which is important because if you want to make vessels to receive blessing, you need, you need, vessels are limitations. A vessel is a limitation. Vessel has walls on the bottom and it creates a boundary, but that's very good because that's how you can hold on to something. If you wouldn't have, if there's no limitations, there's no vessels, you can't receive anything. Or the name Kale would be kindness, right? Uh, name Elohim would be powers, etc. So the different, the different names, um, uh, each one having a certain particular power uh, that, like we said, relationships. These are they all stand for relationships. So the the all these different relationships, so they cause uh, different things to happen. 
פירוש, כי ההשפעה שתימשך תהיה ממין עושה ההשפעה של סודה מסייחס לא יסבורך שמו בשם ההוא. So depending on whatever name is linked up with this ההשפעה, that's the ההשפעה that's going to come down when, when this name is mentioned. ואמנם בהימושך ההשפעה And indeed, when the hashpo will be flowing down, tivolid behachreach hatolda hamichukekesla, and that will cause a certain particular type of a result, right? Uh, I don't know, fertility or wealth or health or right? Vispashit ha'inyan bechol. It'll spread all the way down From up on top all the way down So again, so basically we're talking about the man Like the beautiful analogy That the Nefesh Chaim says The man is like this little guy That stands down at the bottom of the bell tower It's a long rope He starts yanking on the rope Right? And that reverberates all the way up And the bell starts to swing Right? And it makes that noise And the noise goes from up there all the way down and he hears it down here right so but you got to grab a hold of the rope if you're standing near the rope and you just grab empty air and you just go like this right it's not going to do anything right? so you have to have enough know-how to grab onto the rope that's why it's very important for us to stick to the um Madbeos that Chazal gave us, the the verbiage that Chazal gave us in the blessings and the tefillos, because if you look at any of the Mufarshim, Efshachayim speaks about this at length, but others as well, that the wisdom that is put into the siddur is almost beyond what the mind can grasp. Um, every word, every relationship, and. Uh, By the way, people have this misunderstanding. Uh, oh, well, okay, well, there's such deep Kabbalistic things in the Siddur and in the Brachas and everything. Well, we all know who the big Kabbalist was. That was the Arizal. So the Arizal, um, you know, his commentary is on, um, you know, the, the, the Nusach of the Bnei Sfarad, right? The, the Nusach Sfardi, right? Edus Hamizrach, not Sfard, the Hasidish Nusach, but the one that the Jews from Eastern countries uh, come from, right? So, uh, so the so the and that's what the, for example, in the Eitzchayim in the in the Shar Kavonus, right? He talks about. So that's the one. That's the, that's the Kabbalistic one. That's the one that we should be saying, right? So. If you look, the Ramchal, for example, who lived in Italy and davened a different Nusach, so he explains the Italian Nuschos, Alpide Kabbalah. And the Vilna Gon, who davened Nusach Ashkenaz, explains Nusach Ashkenaz, Alpide Kabbalah. In fact, from all those Nuschos, as far as we can tell, Nusach Ashkenaz seems to be the most ancient Nusach. Uh, dates all the way back to, to uh, Eretz Yisrael, like... Uh, pre-Gaonic period at least not before that um, I'm not enough of an expert in these things exactly but uh, it's, it's a very very ancient Nusach 
Um, so the point is that whichever nusach, your father daven, your grandfather daven, your great grandfather daven, it's a good nusach. Stick with it. It's uh, got lots and lots of deep stuff in it. Okay. So. Or different way, yeah. It's like saying, you know, I, I'd say a better analogy because a rope is a simplified analogy. Now let's complicate the analogy a little bit, right? Let's talk about playing notes on play, playing musical notes, right? So you could learn to play piano from one teacher and he'll teach it like this, and learn to play piano from another teacher and he'll teach it differently, right? And different styles. Also, and they're both brilliant. Beethoven and Mozart, and uh, you know wh- whoever else, they're, they're all gorgeous. But they each one carries his own style, his own taste. Maybe a little, you know, I, I would say more that if you learn to play. And Beethoven, right? If you want to arouse people, excite people, you could do that. If you want to get people, uh, you know, kind of really teary and emotional, you could do that. If you want to, like, you know, they all have their ways of doing what needs to be done. Maybe some are more inclined to certain directions, this one this way, this one that way. But they, they, they're all very powerful modes of doing this. So just... Uh, Questions because I'm thinking about the, the use of different names for Hashem to uh, different relationships that we can have with them right. and obtain different sorts of blessings based on those differences. Right. Is that but again, they all use all those names. That's what I'm saying, right? The, all the Nuskos use all those all those names, and they all use them with tremendous wisdom. So it's like uh, that's what I'm saying. It's like it's like diff- sheet music from different composers. They, they each one have their own styles and their own advantages and disadvantages. And uh, you know, something that is a good idea is not to mix and match, right? Because you start sticking in random pieces from Beethoven in the middle of Mozart, that is going to sound funny. Right, so, so try to, consistency is uh, is a good thing. A little Led Zeppelin works well, though. Uh-huh. Okay, I didn't realize he was one of the great composers, but all right. Um, fine. So um, let's just finish up this paragraph. Mukamosha Zacharnu, vehine higbila hachokmahel yona. So Hashem set the certain known boundaries to how these things are going to work. There's rules. There's a certain rule rate. You can't just make up your own sheet music. And with certain conditions. When you play according to those rules... An analogy could be that, uh, you know, if, if you want to come into the king and you want to speak to the king, there's certain etiquette, right? There's certain etiquette that has to be followed 
And there's reasons for it, by the way. First of all, we know that the that the Malchus Shalmale is Kain Malchus Shalmata, where you discussed this earlier by, uh, by under under Hashgacha, if you remember, right? So over there. Um, Hashem runs the world the way that a king does. He's got ministers, and he's got judges, and he's got uh, prosecutors, and defending angels, and all, all sorts of things. Yeah. So, uh, so that is uh, how Hashem built the world, and it was all like we said before. It's all why, so, the, so that we should be able to relate to Him, and this is how man relates to to the spiritual right otherwise it would be a totally unknown world there's a reason why all the kingdoms in the world are built more or less the same right there's, there's a, it's called their heritage it's the way that it makes sense for a human being that things should operate and 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 ain't that Hashem built up there so so to here there's certain context that need to be we spoke about again this past Sunday morning right about the progression First you have to do the carbons, then you have to do the Tsuki the Zimmer, then you do Kriyashman with his brachas. Only then are you ready to step into the king. Why? Because just like with the king, first you have to, I don't know, speak to the secretary and get in a set up an appointment. And then you have to come in and you wait in the antechamber and you... Know, look at all the portraits of how great he is, you know, on this stallion, right? Whatever it is, right? And then you come in and you prostrate as you come closer. Th- 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 there's a certain system how it's done, and so to here, there's a certain system how it's done, and it needs to be done that way in order to be successful. Okay, so we'll stop here. We'll pick up Bezushem next week at Behine. We are uh, well on our way to becoming prophets, Bezushem.